Our first reading today is from the prophet Micah in the fifth chapter. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall dwell secure. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. When the Assyrian comes into our land and treads in our palaces, then we will raise against him seven shepherds and eight princes of men. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from the epistle to the Hebrews in the 10th chapter. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body have you prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. Now when he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, for these are offered according to the law, then he added, behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. And by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all, this is the word of the Lord. I invite you to rise as you're able in honor of the gospel. Our gospel reading this evening from Luke's gospel in the first chapter. And his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people and the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. This is the gospel of our Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let's pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for gathering us together around your word to receive your gift. As you are a light in our lives, we pray that you would move by your spirit, remove distractions from our hearts and minds, and hold us ever in the peace and the promises that you give us in Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. The darkest hour is right before the dawn. 
You may have heard that phrase from a couple of different places. It's a parable from the 1800s, mid-1800s or so. Or maybe Bob Dylan's song, Meet Me in the Morning. You remember that line within that song as well. The darkest hour is right before the dawn. Which seems an appropriate thing to think on. As we are winding down Advent, and we've been looking at Advent as an Advent calendar of prophets, right? As we've been looking at the Old Testament prophecies, and as they point to Jesus as prophet, priest, and king. Today we hear the last of two Old Testament prophets. Zechariah and John would be the last two. John's just been born, so we don't get to hear a lot from John yet, but he's coming. But Zechariah is this beautiful bridge between the Old Testament and the New Testament as they're winding down this Old Testament, winding down this time of darkness, waiting for the Messiah, waiting for the Son of God to come, the Savior of all things. Now, there are definitely bright moments in the midst of that darkness through the many years in which God was present with his people. Yet there was always a promised dawn, a promised different time, a promised light, a promised Savior, someone who would come to make all things new and to make all things right. And so as the people waited and waited and waited, they waited in what felt like darkness, from times of exile to Times where it felt like God was distant, though he wasn't. There was so much waiting going on. And yet the darkest hour is always right before the dawn. You ever walked outside during that hour? That, that hour before the light crests over the horizon, before the sun actually comes up and the pale blue is just coming up over the horizon at all, well before the sun has ever come up over the horizon maybe two, three in the morning or so. I remember our dog barking and going out to see what was going on, and I walked out front of our house, and it was the most peaceful, quiet, darkest hour that I had really seen of the night before. I couldn't hear the freeway. I couldn't hear the neighbors. I couldn't hear anything else, and there was a light, low fog that was kind of hanging over everything, and it was just this kind of still, dark, moment. Not necessarily scary, just kind of still. Not a lot going on. Yet right not long after that, the sun just started to gleam across the horizon. The light just started to shine and come up. And then you get a beautiful, gorgeous sunrise. Christmas is right around the corner, as you know. We've had four Sundays of Advent so far with faith, hope, joy, and peace. Man, we look forward to that sense of peace and still. Knowing that things are right and good between us and the Creator. Knowing that things are all the way that they should be. We celebrate that peace being brought into the world in Christ. And as Zechariah sings over his son, he prophesies, of God's love for his creation, the salvation which he has brought to his people, and the promised dawn that's about to break in the midst of the darkness. 
Christmas is an absolutely joyful time for many, more often than not. But, I mean, if we're honest, sometimes it's not. Sometimes things weigh on us because either relationships have broken, a loved one is no longer there, memories from years and years past come floating through when kids filled the house and maybe kids aren't all in the house anymore. Maybe you don't get together or have the opportunity to get together with family in the way that you did. Maybe you do. But in all of those settings, no matter how dark or still some of those settings may feel, God's promise presence is just as sure and just as real. In as many years as the Israelites waited and waited and waited in what seemed like a time of darkness, the Savior is still sent. Into the midst of a dark evening, born as a baby, a light brought into the world to bring peace and joy and hope and faith and all those beautiful themes of Advent and into our time now as we wait into our Christmases, no matter what they feel like this year versus last year versus next year. They're all unique, and yet God is present in all of them. He's present in our loneliness. He's present in our busyness. He's present in our stillness, and he's present in the chaos. He is there and present for you. He's there and present to bring you to bring you hope, to bring you faith, to give you something to joy, have joy in. The Word of God is made flesh as that dawn breaks in the darkness and a new light is brought into the world as the Old Testament of things is fulfilled and as the New Testament and the new promise of God to His people is begun in Christ. A new promise where we are held on to in grace and mercy and forgiveness for what Christ has done on our behalf, for his forgiveness that he has given to you. These are the things that we celebrate as we move towards Christmas. These are the things that we look forward to their fulfillment of when Christ comes back. And there will be no more darkness at all. When a dawn will be all that there is as we live in the light of Christ every moment of every day with no darkness at all. A sunrise that never goes down. A beautiful time in the presence of God. Knowing that he's promised that to us, we no longer have to worry about the darkest hour before the dawn. Christ has come. Christ will come again. And Christ is for you. Amen. We pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you have done for us in Jesus. If you had sent Zachariah to sing over his son, if you had sent John to point the way to the light, the Lamb of God, and if you have sent Christ into our lives to be the light of the world, we pray, Lord, that you hold on to us in that light and let Jesus shine forth in all that goes on in our days. In his name we pray. Amen. I invite you to rise.